here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. Welcome back, everybody, to Fantasy CTE, your special hurricane edition from South Florida. My name is Nick Masick. We also have Vital DeJust and Lonnie Cox. Uh, welcome back. Anybody who's watching live, you guys can write in questions. We will answer them uh, as best we can. Feel free to write in for advice, any ideas, whatever. But most of that stuff we're going to talk about anyway on the show. All right. Uh, before we get into, uh, we're let Vital do some serious bragging. We're going to start off. We're starting off every show now <coughs> with a segment of why your team sucks. Take it away, Lonnie. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back here. Uh, I'm I'm making my rounds around the NFL. Today's stop goes to a little place I like to call Los Angeles and the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, my God, did the hopes that we had for you at the beginning of the season, were they grand, were they grandiose, one might say, but L.A. used to be San Diego. I often equate you to a Dallas Cowboys fan. You know what it's like to have a team that's loaded with talent. Every year you're looking at the Super Bowl, and every year around week three, you're wondering why, oh, why was I not a Rams fan or a Raiders fan or a Dolphins fan? Oof. You lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars 38 to 10. You made Trevor Lawrence look like Peyton Manning. You lost the time of possession game two to one. The time of possession, just so you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars had the ball for 40 minutes yesterday 38 to 10 austin eckler my first round pick 26 rushing yards as a team for the la chargers <laughs> what a god awful performance justin herbert not bad 25 of 45 297 a touchdown interception a decent stat line but what the hell are you guys doing just trevor lawrence 28 of 39 262 and three touchdowns james robinson i think you have been talking about him nick 17 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown are the jacksonville jaguars playoff contenders or are the la chargers just that bad i think the la chargers might just suck justin herbert you've got a great arm you're a generational talent you're going to be good for a long time but god please come to dallas get out of there come to miami <laughs> Get out of there. Get out of L.A. as soon as you possibly can. Go to Las Vegas. Go to San Francisco. Go anywhere else but that dumpster fire that is Dallas. I mean, L.A. <laughs> Good call on the Chargers. All right. I like it. Good pick. I think the Chargers are in a lot of trouble. I think you're right. Now, all right, but there's there's some other factors, and we we're going to talk about this Sorry. Justin Herbert, damaged cartilage in his cracked cartilage, whatever the fuck that is. That's a term I've never heard before this year. And then they like two guys had it last week. So apparently cracked cartilage is now a thing that you can get. That's what Herbert has. That was probably not good. Herbert also lost his starting left tackle for the season, which 
I mean, let's be honest, that can tank a team, you know, like that's really a big deal. Cause I think he had a pretty good starting left tackle and there was some other, Oh, Joey Bosa also knocked out of this game. Joey Bosa is one of the cornerstones of that defense. But so Khalil yeah. Mack. And I know there's Khalil Mack as well, but, and no Keenan Allen. Let's also not forget he was playing without his number one receiver. So you're missing a lot of pieces. Are the chargers really that bad? Maybe, but more importantly, you brought up a great point. Are the Jags really that good? And now let me hear, hear me out. Okay. Granted the chargers were banged up and a week ago, the Colts were missing their number one wide receiver. But the Indianapolis Colts just beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know you're not as good as the team that you beat that beat the the other team that they beat necessarily. But you're talking about back-to-back dominant wins by the Jaguars. Yes, their offense looks good. Their offense put up some points last year. And and, uh, Lawrence looks even better this year. Plus, they've got complimentary backs. They've got more receiving options. But how about... The young defense that's stepping I think it's up. The defense, the I think defense is what at. really mm-hmm. makes them look good. Like their offense was was putting up some points last year. Their defense, those rookies on defense, that didn't they draft like two first round rookies? One yes. said like a middle linebacker and an edge rusher. The uh, edge rusher from Georgia, I believe, number one yep. overall pick. And mm-hmm. then they have like a linebacker or a safety, I think, who was also a first rounder who's been just popping up, making plays. So are the Jags really that good? What do you think? Playoffs? Do we see? I think you're onto something. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I think you still see. Let me see. I think you still see the Colts probably pull it together, win that division by the end of the year. That was a great performance by them yesterday. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, the Jaguars are looking pretty solid right now. I picked them for second in that division. You did. You're looking pretty good right now. Right now they're second in the conference. I know it's only three weeks in, but still (laughs) three weeks in Jags second in the conference. Second, only two. Fatal. Oh, of course the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about the, 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 let us have it. Let us have all of it all at once. Let's just get, as I told you, this was (laughs) our year. I stole, I called it at the beginning of the season. This Mm -hmm. is the year the Dolphins show everyone. This is our time to be on top of the East. Like, like here's the thing about Buffalo. There's still Buffalo at the end of the day, right? Like, no matter what, they'll never have that star power of Miami. Let's keep it real. Bills will always stand for, boy, I love losing Super Bowls. Like, <laughs> we're just a better team. All right, we're more fun to watch, more exciting. It's just, it's just a good time to be a Dolphins fan, man. I, I do, I feel bad for Allen. He played his heart out, man. He really balled out. I have him on my fantasy team, so I'd love to see it. That's the exact game script I wanted. <laughs> An amazing game yeah. by Allen, but the Dolphins still pull it through. Yeah. Oh, you did your best, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Josh Allen did play really well. The Bills were a little also, um, let's not get too ahead of ourselves oh. on burying the Bills just yet, but Speaking of players out for the season, uh, Micah Hyde, their starting safety out for the season. That happened before this game. Also, one of their cornerbacks broke their hands, I think, during the game. So the Bills were not the full-strength Bills that we'd seen the previous two weeks. Uh, It was in Miami. That's not an easy place to play unless you are the Dolphins. Um, And the Dolphins put together a really good game. But 
the league is investigating the Tua, you know, situation. Uh, for anybody who didn't see it, Tua got knocked out of the game. I'm not saying knocked out. We don't know if it was officially ruled a head injury or if you, he, but he was, he went, he went, they, they took him back. He was wobbly on the field. Yeah. I, I thought there was no way he was coming back. I was like, there's zero chance he comes back into this game. The league is now investigating whatever went on to allow him to come back into the game. Uh, they're saying he was wobbly because of a back injury, not because of a head injury. They're saying he didn't get a concussion. What do you guys think? Do you think it's bullshit, first of all? And second of all, do you think he win- He comes back? Do you think the Dolphins win if he doesn't come back in the game? I'm talking like third quarter, I think it was. All right, I got three answers to this. Uh, no, the Dolphins don't win if we either come back in this <laughs> <Okay>. game. <laughs> Good answer, Second- Second answer, I think it's absolutely bullshit that he didn't have a head injury. <laughs> so, like, I saw him get up, dude. Oh. But thirdly, I think it's even more bullshit we're getting investigated for this. If we didn't beat the Bills, like, I promise you they would not have cared. I feel like this is not the first oh. time this happened. Oh, wow. An NFC East team getting investigated for something that looked shady. Oh, that's, like, that's too bad. Like, you must not shady. like that, do you? And every time Tom Brady does this or, like, uh, Josh Al- Aaron Rodgers, he's all like, he thugged it out, man. He just pulled out his whole heart out there. Now it's too, it's all like, this looks I can't, shady. You're saying there's precedent. I don't think they're in the current NFL since concussion protocol has been a thing. I can't remember a single situation where a guy was wobbly and then got back on the field. Listen, I'm not Long- saying he wasn't, it wasn't a head injury, but was he concussed is the issue. I, I don't think he was diagnosed with a concussion. <laughs> Lonnie, what do you think? Here's the thing. The Dolphins have probably, arguably, the best backup quarterback in football, right? I mean, is there a better backup than than Teddy Bridgewater that we can think of off the top of our heads? Probably not. Probably not. Right, right, right there in the conversation. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Now, I don't, ne- I don't know if if the Dolphins lose that game without Tua. I don't know if that's true or not. He, there was one throw to Waddle that was great. It was, uh, it really kind of led them to the end. Uh, it really kind of pushed them over the top. Um, but I'm going to say that and. Vitaly, you might not like this, but I'm going to say that the Miami Dolphins defense won that game. That might not be a hot take or whatever, but I think the Dolphins defense won that game. The de- the defense of the Dolphins, we have to say, is playing as they have for the last couple of years at the top of the league. The Dolphins defense is incredible. They're playmakers at every level. The defensive line, the linebackers, the DBs. I mean, Javon Holland is going to be a premier safety in the NFL for years to come. He is so fun to watch. Uh, that Christian Wilkins hit on um, Josh Allen, on that, who was it? It was the tight end, Dawson Knox. There was a great hit. Mm. They're just playmakers at every level. Fun to watch. Great team. Now, I don't know. I watched the Mike McDaniels interview after the game. He said that he's a big proponent on player safety. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if if Tua was hurt. Um, he said he injured, he has a back, a back tweak that he tweaked when he fell. Now it looks to me like the back of his head hit the ground pretty hard. If he pat, is it possible that he didn't get concussed? I'm sure it is. I'm not a doctor. I wasn't in the room. Hmm. Was it 
surprising that he came back out and played the rest of the game absolutely i think we were all kind of like mm. um, yeah there's a lot of that going on. a lot uh to the point that the players association is like yeah you guys might want to check and see what's going on there yeah um Tua said he was fine. Apparently what Mike McDaniel said is that Tua was confused as to why he was in concussion protocol in the first place. That might be due to his concussion. Um, I was going to say, like, I'm confused. Why am I in concussion protocol? Because you're concussed, dude. That's why. That's <laughs> classic. But I think the overall thesis of the Miami Dolphins is, is I think that they're for real. This mm-hmm. is three games now in a row that have been big statements around the NFL. Um, you're seeing a lot of people in Miami excited about the Dolphins for the first time, maybe since Dan Marino. I mean, there were a couple years, the like, um, yeah, you know, the wildcat, wild yeah, that the was wildcat year. year was yeah, fun. but now I'm seeing like all the hot girls wear Dolphins gear, correct? Like, I That's know exactly you don't know right. Going when on, you so see like... hot girls in Miami with dolphin stuff on, you yep. know, shit's for real. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, these girls don't care, they don't know they any of the players, they don't know None. which side of the field <laughs> they're going towards, but yeah. yeah. That's a good sign. Our time. Now, Vital, I asked you yesterday, I asked you in the in the group chat, I was like, are you confident in Tua taking this team to the Super Bowl? Um, and I don't know. I, I, you know, I think you've got, I mean, arguably the one of the hottest offenses in football, right? I mean, if you mm-hmm. look across the board on paper, this team should go far. Uh, Vegas has the Dolphins as the fourth favorite to win, to go to the Super Bowl. Um, We have a good record for it too, man. The record looks pretty easy. We have maybe four hard games for the rest of the schedule, honestly. Now here's the thing. Are the Dolphins, everyone in Miami is like, are the Dolphins going to be the Dolphins? When is that going to happen? I want to see that, right? I want to see this team lose two games in a row and respond. What's that team going to be like? Because that team that loses two games in a row to – the Jag, I don't know what the schedule is, but moving on. But if they play some bad teams and they let a couple go, um, I want to see how they respond. Here's what I liked yesterday from the Dolphins is that they didn't give up. They didn't make a lot of mental mistakes. The Bills did. You don't often see the Dolphins winning the mental game of football. Yeah. But every once in a while, you start to see the ball bouncing the Dolphins' way, metaphorically. And that to me i've been watching football a long time is a result of one thing and that's coaching you got to love Mm -hmm. mike mcdaniels as a coach he's cool he's smart he's creative when have we had a coach in miami that was those three things and i like it yeah i i was gonna say that's the mcdaniels effect i completely agree he's got them well prepared for every situation and and that makes sense coming out of san francisco from the from the Shanahan tree, like that's what you kind of expect. That's what they brought him in for. Uh, I'll go out. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this though. Dolphins don't lose two games in a row this year. You're asking what happens when they do. I don't think we're going to find out. <laughs> Let's say the Dolphins schedule. <laughs> yeah, dude, the schedule, the you're going to, you're going to love it. <laughs> I do not think. And also now we're talking about like, we thought the N or the AFC West was going to be this like juggernaut powerhouse division. Look at the Broncos <laughs> are the worst two and one team. I think I've ever seen like, how the fuck did they win yesterday? I mean, it was just the Niners handed them that game. It was so bad. I think the Broncos are a joke. I think Russ is Russ was missing throws. He might turn it around The I don't think the Raiders are as bad as Owen three, but they no. clearly got issues. And uh, newsflash, Devontae Adams 
isn't is frustrated with being 0 and 3. He's never been 0 and 3 in his career. I don't think. Right. Like, guess what, buddy? This is what you signed up for. All right. Yeah, Not that's only- what happens when you go back to your Fresno State teammate. Is you right, become yeah. Fresno State again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, uh, Try to remember the good old days. He's like, oh no. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Yeah. Like you left a, the back-to-back reigning MVP in a pretty soft division to go to maybe what we think is the toughest division in football and join a team that's historically got issues. Now I know they got new coaching and whatever, but yeah, this is what you signed up for, bud. Take it, take it, uh, take it as, as you go. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so the AFC West looks pretty soft. Um, you had Mac Jones getting knocked out with a high ankle sprain. Uh, you guys already beat the Ravens. Uh, the Jets look like they're a mess and you just knocked off the bills. Like, dude, you're not looking at a lot of tiebreaker situations where the Dolphins don't come out on top anymore. I I think our four hardest matchups for the rest of the season will be the Bengals. Which uh, is on a short week. That Bills. sucks, man. Yeah, but they're on a short, short week. week you know for everybody, we're both going to turn but around. Dude, but, you got, I don't know, man. The Dolphins were at the end of their tank. Like, for them to have to turn around and play in three days is really rough. Yeah, I get that. It is. But, I, but I think we'll do well. I don't know. Yeah, in Cincinnati. But, but either way, I'm expected to drop that one. Like that one, the Packers game, the Chargers, I would have said that before, and the Niners. Those are going to be our hardest games, I think. Yeah, and not even the Niners so much now. Niners don't look like they're that tough. All those teams could get better. I think you're actually getting getting off easy by getting the Bengals this early in the season uh, before their offensive line really has a chance to gel. Um, they started clicking last game. but Started again, it was, clicking. Was... Started clicking. They against the Jets though, so yeah. <laughs> not. I, I just I think that yeah, you, you've got a very good chance right now going four and zero, and you picked up the Bengals, uh, you know, in a pretty good spot, honestly. Um, okay, what else we got? Oh, for tonight's game, should mention this. I believe Gallup is out. Is it official? He is. He's Gallup out. is out. So mm-hmm. anybody who is <laughs> banking on Gallup for your fantasy this week, which you shouldn't have been doing, but if you were. He's out. So you got to go figure that situation out pretty quick. Um, good luck with that. And what else do we have? Um, mm, man, that's that's good stuff. The How about, all right, so the Colts went over the Chiefs. Let's talk about that. It was overshadowed, obviously. Um, panicking on the Chiefs yet? I, is this just a, one of those situations, you know, like tough game on, was it on the road? It was on the road, I think, right? Was yeah, it, I it think was on the road. Was, yes, it was in. Yeah, this was a bunch of special teams errors again, a bunch of like little stuff. This happens, I feel, every year to the Chiefs. They have a couple of drop games and everyone acts like they're not going to be at the end of the show. They're going to be there. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry, weren't we talking about the end of the Patrick Mahomes era last yeah. year? The dynasty <laughs> is broken. And then we watch one of the greatest football games of all time in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the Chiefs yeah. are going to be the Chiefs. The Packers are going to be the Packers. We're going to see them all at the end of the year. This is week three. Let's not freak out. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the Chiefs and the Packers are going to be quite as good as they were last year. They both lost their best receivers who are also the best receivers in the league, arguably. So I don't think they're quite going to be, I think they're, they're going to come back to earth a little bit. Uh, and we're starting to see that, but they're also figuring it out. They're going to be a lot more spreading it around. Um, you know, the Packers still are without a couple of their top receivers um, and the Chiefs, uh, they're still working it out, but yeah, I agree. They're going to be, they're going to be there. They're going to be all right. Um, so not panicking there. How about the Eagles dominating again? Oh, man. Yeah. 
Dude, I went heavy. I <laughs> preseason, we were talking about this. I drafted heavily uh, in my fantasy team, the Eagles and the Dolphins. I've got three starting Eagles and two starting Dolphins. Although I didn't play Chase Edmonds this past week, uh, but he did just fine. I have, with playing five guys from those two teams, two of the three and O teams, and they just kind of fell to me in the fantasy draft. Uh, I'm going to have the highest scoring team in our league. Granted, I'll be one and two, but that doesn't matter this <laughs> early in the season. I'll also be in the sixth seed at one and two because I have the most points in our entire league, largely in part due to the Eagles and the Dolphins. I fucking love the Eagles. I think they're, they look like the best so, team in football. Their right? value this year has been crazy because no one got them for high. And they're, no, they were expensive. Dude, I got what AJ Brown was in like the third, I think. He was my first wide receiver, but I think I took him in the third round. Maybe fourth. I don't know. I got Still a great deal Devon. for what he's putting up. He's putting up our number one receiver numbers. Number one receiver. And I also took Devontae Smith because I kind of wanted to bookend them. And I stacked them both with Jalen Hurts. So, dude, that's that combination. Those three guys are getting me 70 points a game right now. And I like not having to pick and choose which receiver is going to do it because it's a high powered offense. It's kind of like having Hill and Waddle, which was my first goal was to get Hill and Waddle, but that didn't fall. They're great, man. I mean, I don't love the running back situation. I avoided that entirely, but Jalen Hurts looks great. Uh, and both those wide receivers, I mean, Smith's did nothing in week one, but you know, AJ Brown made up for it. So are you buying in on the Eagles as a possible, possibly the best team in football right now? Mm, best team in football. No, I still give that to Buffalo. I don't know, man, those injuries in the back and the secondary, I think take Buffalo out of the conversation. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said that just because they lost, but Micah Hyde and then I, I want to say two of their corners were out yesterday. That, to me, knocks them down pretty significantly. Meanwhile, the Eagles have big play Darius Slay, who's shutting guys down. Like, he shut down Jefferson to last week. Best corner in football right now. Yeah, best corner in football, absolutely. He's, he's an absolute stud, and their defensive line, they rotate a lot. Those guys are fresh, and they're nasty. Um, and then on offense, they're just like – they're like a pinball machine, like, like, like the Dolphins. I think – I mean, right now it's early to call it, but, you know, if they stay healthy, Dolphins, Eagles, Super Bowl is not, not out of the <laughs> realm of possibility. Obviously, they're the two front runners at the moment, but they don't look fluky, neither of them. Um, yeah, all right, what else we got? Any other big news do you think? None of the other games really jumped out at me as being particularly surprising or newsworthy. Um, the Jaguars game was good. You mean? The Jaguars game, yes, thank you. That was we we do we we kind of talked about it from the Chargers perspective. Oh yeah, the Jaguars do. They look really good though. I yeah, I love the defense. Jaguars. Josh Allen just as good as regular Josh Allen. I think like, <laughs> very good. He's a beast, he dude. Because he monster. put it on Josh Allen last year too. He did. Josh like, Allen. If there's a good quarterback, he's out here hunting for you. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's tough to contend with. And now he's got, he's got more running mates now. So uh, yeah, next week's game, Jags Eagles looks really spicy, man. Oh boy. That's, That's who do you like in that? Match. Yeah. Who do you like in that one? Jags Eagles. I don't, I think the Eagles. Yeah. I'll take the Eagles, but I, I don't think it'll be close. Eagles I think it's going to be a tough game. I don't know where it's being played. If it's in Jacksonville, I'd give the edge to the Jags. I'll give the edge to the home team. I don't know where it is yet. I don't look. Um, I can look out right now, actually, because my teams are up. What do we got? Week four, Jalen Hurts. 
in Philly. All right, I'll go Philly and Philly against Jacksonville. But yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Also, Jacksonville is accustomed to challenging field positions, which I like about them. I feel like that gives them a kind of an edge and a toughness. Uh, they play on grass. It's kind of sloppy sometimes. Uh, so they're they're used to that. So they can go up in Philly where it's also a grass field and not get thrown off their game, I think. Um, we had some pretty big injuries, uh, pretty notable injuries, but not necessarily bad injuries this week. Um, there were a couple bad ones, obviously the left tackle for the, for the, uh, chargers, chargers. Mm-hmm. who else? I think the left tackle was at the, or Trent Williams for the Niners, but he's not out for the season, but he's, he is injured. That's going to hurt them. That did hurt them. I think last night. Um, but some of the top running backs in the league are banged up. DeAndre Swift went out um or tweaked something i don't know if he was officially out of the game at any point but he's he's got he's dealing with a shoulder injury i guess and maybe already had something like with his ankle dalvin cook dislocated his shoulder uh he apparently has a torn labrum that he's been dealing with that is he hasn't had surgically repaired yet and i know what that feels like i've had one of those fucking sucks but they're saying they're just going to put a harness on his shoulder and play him next week which they did last year and he ran for 200 and something yards the week after this happened so not necessarily a huge concern uh i got him on my team also he had a nice pretty nice day david montgomery i think he might be an ankle injury he went out and didn't come back khalil herbert came in and balled out um he's another one of those they're day-to-day so these are all three guys kind of premier backs they these are three of the guys we talked about as being good options to get their handcuff if you can uh my dynasty league i'm sitting on herbert and i have uh, montgomery deandre swift obviously if you have jamal williams it's a good thing and dalvin cook his handcuff is alexander madison but i don't think that sounds like that's as big of a deal but in a lot of leagues these are obviously waiver pickups if they're available, but a lot of those guys are not going to be available. A lot of those guys got drafted because they held value to begin with. Um, and then Saints receivers. Oh, I dude, I heard apparently Jameis Winston's dealing with some major injuries, like two cracked spinal something. Some I don't know. Like yeah, like he's got, he's got some gnarly injuries that he can play through, but it's just it's not good. He can't move around real well. Um, okay. So the Saints, I don't know if they can. Talking about the best backup in football, it's probably the Saints, Andy Dalton. Um, no disrespect to Teddy Bridgewater, but Andy Dalton, you know, could play. Uh, the Saints also had two of their top receivers. Their two arguments, well, not necessarily. Olave looked really good yesterday. Your rookie of the year pick, Lonnie. Um, but Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas both have like minor injuries and they're kind of like, we'll see day-to-day stuff. Nobody's wait, 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 Michael Thomas with an injury? He's injured? Oh no. You don't <sighs> say. <laughs> you guys know how many points he carried my team through weeks one and two. He scored three yeah, touchdowns in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Jarvis Landry is also injured. You know, like it shit happens. Guys get, it's, but it doesn't sound like he might still play. Um might. Not related to the injury that you said ended his career before he lit up the. There's still time. There's still time. (laughs) Listen, he already got me. He got me what I needed. He got me two wins in Dynasty while I'm waiting for DeAndre Hopkins to come back. So I'll take it. All right. (laughs) I'll take it. It's fine. He can give me those two wins and then be out for the rest of the season. He got me where I needed to be. Uh, So we talk. uh, I don't. Gallup's not back yet. 
maybe next week. What do you hear, Lonnie? Michael Gallup going to be uh, back? I don't know. I, I haven't heard yet, but I, that sounds right. I thought All I know is for to... sure he's out tonight. Okay, yeah. He, I ever They talked about him being back for tonight, and then it just kind of didn't happen. How good do you think Gallup's going to be? He's a possible waiver pickup if he's not – if nobody drafted him and then shuffled him to IR. How good do you expect I mean, him to be? A premier wide receiver on a premier offense. I mean, you know, you're looking at a guy where C.D. Lamb's going to be drawing double coverage. You're looking at, you know, a great receiver. I don't know, you know, Cooper Rush, obviously, but. Yeah, is it a premier offense until Dak gets back or is it just a mediocre offense until Dak gets back? Time will tell. I mean, they didn't play terribly last week, right? Would Mm -hmm. you put him in the flex conversation without Dak? Yeah, I would. Here's the thing, right? So Gallup coming back is going to affect CD and it's going to affect Gallup. I don't know which one of those is going to get the boost from Gallup coming back. Should be both of them. Well, definitely Gallup's going to get a boost. He's going to stop putting up zeros. So that's a good. Well, that'll help. Yes. Um, But I (laughs) just, what I mean by the boost is, is is the offense will open up. Yes. uh, Pretty significantly more plays come back into the playbook. Yeah. um, With Gallup in the lineup. I just, it's just, we don't know exactly how that offense is going to work yet. So, but I do expect uh, Gallup to have a great year. Yeah. He's the clear number two. I'm sitting on him in one of my leagues i've got him on my ir i've drafted him and then shuffled him down there and picked somebody else up so i'm definitely anxious to get him as a as a as kind of like you know he's a, he's going to be one of those bi-week fill-in slash maybe flex position guys so if he's available good option let's talk about we're talking about waivers i mentioned all those guys khalil herbert alexander madison jamal williams chances are one of those guys might be available in your league depending on how deep it is um, you might want to go out and look at those guys depending on what the projection is, but I wouldn't put too much. If you're doing free agent budget bidding, I wouldn't put too much into them because they might be good this week. They might not do anything this week. Um, so I wouldn't go heavy on bidding on them, but if they're there, you might want to get them. Let's talk about tight ends because it's always the biggest issue ever. We're still trying to figure out tight end situations. I ended up dropping David Njoku after week one, but this week I played Tyler Conklin and Conklin has been a target monster for the jets. He has been just, he's had like eight, nine, 10 targets a game catching seven to eight balls. So yes, David Njoku obviously had a really good game. He had like 10 targets. Um, Probably a pretty high waiver priority, but also Harrison Bryant, their second tight end in Cleveland, who they like a lot and they play together a lot. They play a lot of two tight end sets with their running backs. Uh, Harrison Bryant was uh, banged up. He's got an injury. He played through it, but he was more of a decoy. They actually do like to target Harrison Bryant. So be wary of David Njoku. He might still continue to be a big target, but if Bryant gets healthy, he might start to draw more coverage, and then maybe they they go back and forth between those guys. Najoku's the number one, but he's also on the field with another good receiving tight end most of the time. Tyler Conklin looks like the clear number one for the Jets. Um, he's three weeks now consistently putting up good numbers. I grabbed him last week. I love him going forward. I think I'm going to stick with Conklin. The other guy that's maybe available that's been looking like a starter every week, a top 10 tight end is Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram with that Jags offense that's looking sharp. 
He is definitely the number one receiving tight end. And one of their top uh, receiving options on that team. How do you guys feel about Evan Ingram? Do you guys have any of these guys in any of your leagues? Are you looking for tight ends? Uh, I'm pretty stacked on tight ends right now, actually. Yeah, as am I. But I'm set in all. I, I got Kelsey in two, Waller in one. Who didn't do great, but it's Waller you playing. And then I've got that one league, which also my team, because I waited on tight end in that one, I've been kind of shuffling. Also, I'm going to be the high scoring team in that league too this week. So two two out of four leagues, I'm going to have a top scoring team uh, with a total of a three and three record somehow. But anyway, <laughs> Najoku, Conklin, Evan Ingram. I feel pretty good about all three of those guys going forward. I like Ingram and Conklin better though, personally. Um, a couple other options for receivers. Starting to get pretty thin at receiver. Romeo Dobbs had a nice game for the Packers. Again, though, they were missing Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson. Christian Watson was the number one pick. Romeo Dobbs, the number four pick. Do you trust any Packers receivers now? Uh, it reminds me of trying to pick a New England running back. It's like, mm-hmm. who's going to get the ball yeah. this week? Right. You know, it's uh, it's Aaron Rodgers, man. Like Aaron Rodgers is making these guys look like Hall of Famers. It's insane. Yeah. Like, God, just watching Aaron Rodgers is so fun. But yeah, it's hard. I mean, Dobbs had a great game. What I heard, did you watch that game at all? Yeah. Um, what I heard from the commentators is that they're really trying to look for him to get a bigger spot in that offense. He proved himself yeah. a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I would look for his touches to kind of go up as the season goes on. Um, might not be a bad idea to kind of put him on the bench if he's around. Yeah, um, I, I might. He's a pretty he's a pretty high waiver wire target. Um, you know, he, he kind of. I mean, oh God, I hate to say this, but I remember the days when Devontae Adams was in that role. I remember when Devontae Adams was sure. the number three guy on that yeah, offense. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, I remember that. And he was starting to spark a little bit. And you're like, ooh, what that's about right. Him? Yeah. Well, that is what they drafted him for, him and Christian Watson. It's just when Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson come back, how big can anyone's role be, you know? Uh, but some, I, I feel like some but years I don't know. Though, I don't know about that. It's Sammy Watkins. Like, Sammy Watkins going to the Chiefs was supposed to be this huge deal. And Sammy he kind Watkins, of, he, it was actually a pretty big deal, mostly just because his speed opened things up for the other he guys. He drew double coverage. Correct. He drew exactly. Double coverage. Sammy Watkins is still probably a double coverage just because of his flat out speed. Uh, he was the first round. I think he was like a fourth overall pick. Um, Correct. Sammy Watkins is a very high draft pick and he never materialized into like the go-to receiver, but he's also never fallen off to the point where he was a guy you didn't have to double cover. He's, he's still, even now when he's lost his step has blazing speed. Um, so yeah, I think the offense opens up once he comes back on the field. Uh, it, I don't know. I, I don't love the idea of have, of rostering a Packers receiver. I haven't yet this year, but Dobbs is a guy you might want to look at. A couple other receiving options. And these are all Traylon Burks. He didn't have a great week this past week, but he did get a bunch of targets before. He looks like the obvious number two in Tennessee. Him I trust more going forward throughout the season to be like, you know, in that flex bi-week fill-in kind of guy he's on the field he gets a lot of snaps he's going to get a lot of targets um and then a couple guys who are really more dependent on other players not being available are russell gage obviously the bucks played without their three top receivers so if that keeps happening russell gage is an option 
And uh, Joshua Palmer, again, as long as Keenan Allen's out, Josh Palmer's pretty good for the Chargers, maybe. And Devontae Parker, man, he went off yesterday. <laughs> he looked like the OG that Miami drafted him to be. And he always puts together a couple games like that. But man, he went crazy. But the problem is Mac Jones got hurt, high ankle sprain, probably not going to be available uh, real soon. So I don't know. Devontae Parker, put him on your bench. He's a bench stash. And then the only quarterback I really like, if you need a quarterback, I don't know if any quarterbacks are maybe not going to play or if anybody lost a quarterback. Did any quarterbacks go out this past week? I don't know. Yes, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, right. So, but yeah, he's not, he, but nobody was playing Mac Jones. You should not have been playing Mac Jones in your fantasy lineups for the record. He was my pick for worst QB last week and I, he, I got second place. So by like a fraction of a point. So Mac Jones should not have been on your fantasy roster for any reason, but if he was, I like Jared Goff going forward as a top 12 ish quarterback. The Lions lost, but Goff's looked pretty good this year. He's got a good offense. He's got some good receiving backs and they're probably going to be in some shootouts. So I don't dislike Goff. All right. We got, we got a write in alias Elias. That's Elias. Uh, Elias. Um, I don't know if we've, is there any other names, ways we can pronounce that name guys? L- I, all right. Uh, that's actually, that's a song by. Yeah. I can't remember. All right. Um, sorry, I like that. Thoughts on trading Kamara and Dak for Brees and Josh Allen. Alvin Kamara, Dak for Brees Hall and Josh Allen. Kamara is my flex and I'm using Goff until Doc. Yeah, we we're just talking about Goff. Good call there. Which I would do that trade in a second. Kamara has been terrible. I don't think he's going to, I don't think their offense is very good. And I think Kamara is going to continue to struggle especially if their receivers are banged up. They're just going to keep loading the box against Kamara, I think. Plus, you got Josh Allen uh, for – and you're giving up Dak. Wait, oh, you're giving up Dak. You're getting Josh Allen and Brees Hall. Dude, I say I like it. Yeah. Get Josh Allen. Brees Hall might outscore Kamara this year. What do you think, Lonnie? I like it. I think it's a good – I mean, Josh Allen – if you can get Josh Allen without giving up too much, and realistically, I don't think Kamara Kamara's a name right now, but he's not producing on the level we've seen Kamara produce at. He's certainly not producing at the level he was drafted to produce at. So Brees Hall looks pretty solid. And I think Josh Allen's more gonna make more than make up for that if if Kamara does start to look more like Kamara. Vital, you like it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Don't tell whoever game. you're gonna do this about us until after the trade goes through but feel free to share our <laughs> uh podcast with your uh leagues and whatnot golf also a nice backup good to keep golf on your bench i like it we we're talking about that the true goat yeah <laughs> the towel's always been a guy i like golf i like golf too all right let's talk worst qbs i'd rather have kaepernick van last week uh last week we all picked some pretty bad quarterbacks uh well played everybody Jacoby Brissett outscored uh, Matt Ryan and Mac Jones. Matt Ryan barely worse than Mac Jones, Lonnie. So you got yourself two points. Right now, the standings in the season competition. Not good. Pretty not good for Vital. Right now, <laughs> eight points. 
Lonnie's got seven. Vital's sitting at the bottom at three. I think that's just what happens when your real team does well is you just, you get too excited about the dog. The karmic balance. That's yeah, what you I start hear. like, you, you know, your brain stops working and you're like, oh, uh, I'm come on, bag. man. <laughs> you're First just off, like, Mac Jones probably would have been the number one if he didn't get hurt. Brissett should have had a terrible game. I don't know what happened there. I don't know, man. I think all your the endorphins from the Dolphins games are just getting to you. <laughs> you can't you can't think properly. You're like, ah, my Dolphins are so good. Okay. Um, Elias will do appreciate it. He says back, thank you, man. Thanks for watching. Uh, you can listen to us also anywhere you find podcasts. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe, like, share, whatever. Thanks for watching. And write in anytime you have questions. We're here every Monday night before the game. All right, so this week's QB picks. Oh boy, let's do this shit. This is gonna be fun. Um, Vital is in, gonna be in desperation mode already. I think it's mm-hmm. as early. <laughs> this is an early deficit, a bad early deficit for you, buddy. Um, so you get first pick. Um, let's. I just pulled it up here. Let's see what we got. Week four. All right. Towards the bottom of the list of potential quarterbacks. Now, do we know about we don't know about Dak yet, do we? There's a couple. No, we questions. do not know about Week Dak six. yet. Oh, he's... But, oh no, he's not anyway. He's not coming back anytime soon. No. So we have a couple. There's a couple question marks this week, though. There's a couple. There's a couple risky picks, risky plays as of right now. Um, potentially good payoffs, but pretty risky. So right now we are looking at let's see, week four projections. We've got near the bottom of the pile, Jacoby Brissett coming in again with very low projections. He's playing at Atlanta. Um, also, Mac Jones, if he's unable to go, they're talking about Brian Hoyer. That's right. Hoyer the Destroyer, as he is known in Cleveland from his days there, playing at Green Bay. That's a pretty nice pick. If he plays. <laughs> yeah. We also have Zach Wilson expected to come back. We think probably maybe uh, at Pittsburgh. But uh, let me ask you a question. Do you, let me ask you a question. If you're the jets, do you yeah. put Wilson in? Flacco's yes. been playing lights out. Yeah. You put Wilson in, right? Didn't we talk about this preseason? Well, here's, I mean, you got to find out what you got in Wilson. Yeah. Flacco's playing good, but. Like, do you care? Is he playing good enough to win you a Super Bowl? No, you got to find out what you got in Wilson. You got rookie receivers. You need to develop chemistry. You need to figure out if Wilson is the guy, or if you think you want to give him another year to figure out if he's the guy, which I think they're probably going to do. You got, but you got pieces. That's the thing. You got pieces playing well. So I think now is absolutely the time you put Zach Wilson there. You're like, okay, if Flacco could do it, you should be able to do it, or you should at least be able to start doing it. So don't you think, isn't that what we decided with the young quarterbacks on teams that are not very good yet and young? Probably. I think you put them in. They're probably going to put them in. That's what they're saying. So if he plays, he's got at Pittsburgh. Uh, Baker Mayfield has been God awful and playing against Arizona. Mm, Arizona's defense doesn't look too scary. Who's Justin Fields playing? Uh, Justin Fields. Giants. Also, I like Justin Fields, but he's playing at New York. The Giants. I know. Like you want to play Justin Fields, but he could run. Yeah. He could scramble for 120 yards and a touchdown, and like throw five picks and still mm-hmm. not 
have a terrible stat line or fantasy day. Uh, Davis Mills against the Chargers. Chargers defense isn't looking too scary anymore either, um, depending on Joey Bosa maybe. Marcus Mariota versus Cleveland. Could have a bad day. Could have a bad day. Could have a good day. Uh, um, Matt Ryan, worst this week, but he's got Tennessee. Tennessee's defense doesn't look great. Trevor Lawrence at Philly. I think these guys are out of the conversation. Cooper Rush against Washington. Their def- Washington defense has just been getting lit up. Um, and Dak. Dak could be potentially back. Remember, the guy has to start in order for him to qualify. Uh, but if he does start, he does qualify. So, hearing all that, Vital, first pick, what do you think? Hard one. Uh do you want to hear the list again or do you have it in front of you? I just open up our yeah, I got an idea. I just uh projections. Fields. All right. I, like <laughs> I need the Giants to step the fuck up. <laughs> it's tough because you don't know what they're gonna look like tonight. Like the Giants, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, that's it would be nice to have but they get, they're gonna have a long rest, is really yeah. what I'm playing at. That's true. <laughs> All right, so I got second pick. Oh, man, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Uh, let me see here. Oh, man. I want to pick Brian Horry, but he might not start. And you know what they say? You can't win if you don't play. <laughs> Same with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, coach expects week four return for Zach Wilson. Uh, I'm going to go Zach Wilson. I think week one coming back, Steelers are going to make him look – he's going to have some tough looks against the Steelers. All right, Lonnie, who you got? Man. And by the way, for everybody who's listening, when we pick our worst quarterbacks of the week, we are usually very good at it. Make sure you don't put any of those guys in your lineups. Probably don't even roster any of them. Um, yeah. If there's every once in a while, we'll be like, who the fuck are we looking for a guy? Like, why is this guy on someone's roster? Like somebody had <laughs> Ryan Tannehill on their roster. Like, ah. Tannehill, I mean, he had a bad matchup that week, but. I still wouldn't be starting Tannehill. He wasn't being started. He was, he was a backup on a bench, which is fine. But don't definitely don't start the guys that we pick for worst quarterback of the week. What do you think, Lonnie? Brian Hoare is a pretty big risk, but the but the upside, and by upside I mean downside, is very good. Can't I got to stay away from Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence is good. He's too good to play this year, I think, unless he has just a, loses all his receivers or has a bad matchup. I'm looking at Geno at Detroit. That one seems like uh, a. Gino at Detroit is interesting. There's all I forgot about him. Mitch Trubisky versus the Jets. I've got the defenses here in front of me, passing defenses in front of me. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm just going to have to make a decision here. The problem with guys like Trubisky and Gino, at some point, if those teams keep losing, they might bring in the young guy, you know, at some point. Like that, that they could they could announce that the day of the game at some point where they're going to say, what's his face for Seattle? Uh, young guy, what, what the fuck was his name? From Denver. 
They might play him. No, Drew Locke? No way. Locke. They're not going with Drew Locke over Geno. He's not getting benched. They'll put this year in the basket before they put in Drew Locke. No way. I don't know. I think they might want to try to develop him. They didn't make the call on that QB competition until pretty late in the season. Mitch Trubisky, definitely, I think we're going to see him get benched for Kenny Pickett at some point. Although Mitch had a pretty decent game on Thursday uh, against the Browns. He did. He made some nice throws. He had some good plays. So we might keep seeing more of Mitch, even though they lost that game. You, you kind of saw why Mitch won the job against the Browns. He made some pretty quality plays. I think he got quite a bit out of playing behind Josh Allen last year. I think he learned a lot. That's like kind of what he needs to do. He needs to have Josh Allen type of efforts and plays. All right. I think I'm going to go with Baker the Quaker. Oh, Baker. I like it. I thought you were going to go Baker. Mm. Baker is... Man, he's always good for it. All right, good. We got that. Um, what do you Actually, guys I don't know. Wait a minute. What? Hold on. What? <laughs> I'm looking what? at total defenses right now, and I'm the Cardinals' defense is just fucking atrocious. It is bad. That's what, the only reason I didn't like Baker this week. It's not terrible, but it's it's not a no. The Cardinals' defense passing defense is wor- second worst in the league. Right. Yeah, it's not great. What do you think? Jacoby, <laughs> Atlanta also. Jacoby looked pretty good too in that Browns game, and Atlanta's passing defense does not look good either. I don't think. Mm, right, correct. That's the problem. The bad quarterbacks are going up against bad defenses. It's I'm always yes. tough. Uh, <sighs> it's the sound of a confident man. <laughs> I know. Fuck it. All right, Baker. Baker it is. Arizona, time to step up. Baker's dozen. Okay. Uh, Baker Mayfield. All right. Now, what do you guys need tonight to happen if Fuck. you are going to win? First of all, did you guys win already or lose already? Not yet. What's uh, got to happen tonight for you to win? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, I'll tell you what I need because I'm in for that. Our league, I already I annihilated Terzo, which feels really good because he was trying to trade me for Damian Pierce and wanted like he wanted to give me like dog shit for Damian Pierce. And I was like, fuck you, I'm gonna start Damian Pierce against you. And he <laughs> Pierce dropped 20 on him. I was willing to trade him for Sutton, which who also had a good game. Uh, Seems fair. But yeah, dude, starting running backs are hard to come by. And I think Pierce looks like a stud. So uh, yeah, I beat the shit out of Terzo, but in one of my leagues, the only one that's still in doubt, I need 27 from Saquon, full PPR. He did it week one. He did not do it week two. Cowboys defense, is Micah Parsons playing? That's actually really yes. – oh, fuck. Is there any chance he's going to be gimpy? He's not, No. No? <laughs> no, he's going to win defensive play of the year. He's going to have nine sacks tonight. I heard he was questionable. Ah, shit. That well, that's happen. what I need, actually. I need the cow. So here's what I need. I have a 91% chance right now on sleeper. Okay. I've got CD and the Cowboys defense going into tonight. All right. And I need, I need eight points. So, dude, come on. Listen, <laughs> listen. If the Giants blow out the Cowboys tonight, yeah, that's true. And CD, like, it is very possible that CD gets four and the Cowboys defense get three. Like it's very possible that I lose tonight. You know what I mean? It's it's not probable, but it is. Possible. It is not probable. Ninety-one percent chance, not probable, but it is possible. 
I have like um, a 91% chance of losing. Saquon needs to go crazy against the Cowboys. Right? I need three yeah. touchdowns realistically, or at least like a couple big runs. I need him to break a 90 yarder and score two touchdowns. That's probably what I need. Catch uh-huh. a bunch of passes. Um, but the receivers are still banged up. I don't think Tony's back yet. Galladay's been fucking. No, he's not absent or whatever he's just been invisible so saquon could get a bunch of i could win on catches alone uh vital what about you what do you need to win uh i'm up by how many is that 24 points right now and he has one player left it's ezekiel elliott so as long as he scores under 23 should be good he hasn't been great this season but i mean he could bust that on the giants yeah I like your I like your chances. I think Zeke needs two touchdowns for that to happen. I don't. Eh, it's possible. But and that's I'll, all I'm saying. It is doable. It's not it's doable. especially it's if they're already up. Yeah. yeah. So like it's it. close. It says I got a 98 chance, yeah. but you know, yeah, you definitely it. have the best chance of all three of us for sure. Um, but I like both your chances. My chances not so much in that one league, but we'll see. I'm okay. I'm all right. All right. What else we got? So who do you? Oh, who do you like to win tonight? This is actually a tough call. Giants or Cowboys? go with the Cowboys I think they uh they've gotten past uh the injury and they're really at least their offense is starting to click with rush so Mm -hmm. let's I think they're gonna go further now not a lot of tape on Cooper uh Giants are the worst two and one team in football or two and oh team in football by a mile I think if you saw the Giants go up against the Raiders who are oh and three I think the Raiders win that game by three touchdowns uh we're going with the big star all right I'm going to take just because you guys are both on the Giants. I'm going to take the, or both on the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Giants tonight. I think they're, correct me if I'm wrong, they're in New York, right? This is not a home game for the Cowboys. It is not, no. They're but, in New York. but historically, the Cowboys always do well in New York. And the Giants always do well in Dallas. That's true. That's true. It's a division game. I like the Giants. I, not, I don't like the Giants. I fucking hate the Giants. But tonight, I fuck the Giants, just to be clear. But I think the Giants are going to win tonight. So I'm taking the Giants. Now, DraftKings, who is your – let's do captains. Who is your captain tonight for this game? I would wager we all have the same captain. Oh, I doubt it. Really? Uh, I, I, uh, only, I know who Nick's I, is. Nick is – Nick's is uh, CD. You, you love – oh, no, I know who it is. Daniel Jones. I took Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who did you guys take? Saquon. Saquon. Saquon, you guys both mm-hmm. want to take one. No Cowboys, no, no Cowboy captains. Okay, all right. That's funny. You guys both on Saquon. I took Daniel Jones. All right. But also, I wanted I were... to take Jones or someone else, but I more was picking defensively because I can't risk that gap between you guys. Like me pick <laughs> wild, and then Saquon has an amazing game. If uh, I remember correctly, Nick, you did a Daniel Jones DraftKings last year, and it paid off real well for you, if I remember that correctly. I think it did. Uh, he's He's been known to have some good fantasy weeks. He'll scoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think this is one of those weeks, uh, especially Micah Parsons could fuck up both of those guys' nights, but I think he's more likely to key on Saquon and make Daniel Jones beat him. And I'm not saying Daniel Jones is going to beat him. I am saying that. I picked him. But I'm saying – Daniel Jones is going to have the bigger night probably from a defensive scheme as far as the Cowboys are concerned. That's what I think. Uh, Also, he's going to be throwing it to Saquon. So anything Saquon gets, or a lot of what Saquon gets, I think is also going to come through Jones. All right. Well, that's about it for tonight. Uh, What do you guys got going on this week? Did we, by the way, we had a show on Tuesday. Is it canceled officially because of the hurricane, Lonnie? Uh, I have to check. Aaron said the venue was like, eh, on the fence about it. Did you hear anything official? 
Possibly. I'll let you know tomorrow. Okay. All right. Cool. Because uh, I put I put a flyer up. <laughs> like I got to update that. Great flyer. I love that flyer. That's just a, it's just an Instagram story filter. Uh, filter. Yeah, but it looks great. I love I love that one. Every once in a while, I'll drop that in there. Uh, tonight, I've got to go set up uh, and producing a show at the Tin Roof. My buddy Joey, who was supposed to be on our show tomorrow night, is coming down from Jacksonville. Hopefully, we'll have a second show for him on Tuesday night. Um, but we'll see what happens with this storm. Hurricanes coming in. All right. Uh, Vital, you got anything coming up this week? Promo? Uh, I think maybe not this week. The 14th, I'll be at Villain Theater, though. But look out for shows nice. on the Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah. I've got Saturday night, if it's not flooded in Miami still, because I need some rain. Uh, I think it's Saturday night. I'm doing uh, the Triggered show at Bar Nancy. We got a kind nice. of there. fun show. Yeah, should be a fun. I'm excited. So, um, and then other than that, thank you guys, everybody who watches, listens, whatever. Uh, feel free to like us, share us. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok for the short videos. Uh, we got our YouTube channel. You can listen to us on all of our sites. You, we have a link tree up uh, on our Instagram account as well as Facebook, I think. So if you want to watch, if you want to listen, we love you too. Thank you for watching, everybody. All right.